Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Derhage. So I was born and raised in Guyana, South America. It's it's a Caribbean country. It's a South American country, and I am of East Indian descent, which means um, I have heritage in India. And uh, Guyana is one of the only English speaking country in South America, and, and so I grew up in, in a community where everybody's my relatives. It's it, you're brought up in a community by all family and, and and so I've learned several things from that and I think today it helps me uh, that's I think I've been searching back living now in North America where everybody's pulling their own direction and, and everybody's to themselves I think I have a, my natural tendency is to find that community or create it and I've without realizing I have created that community and and now I do a collaborative uh, books I'm the publisher of the handbook to holistic health and um, I'm doing several other books uh, collaborating with people like Ona Brown the daughter of Les Brown who was who did the forward for my last book actually and uh, I'm also co-authoring with a guy named Brian Tracy you might know him he's written uh, 80 books to date and he's just exceptional and but it wasn't all it wasn't all good for me growing up i I had to learn the hard way. My parents are staunch christian they I grew up in church and uh I grew up in politics and then I moved to Canada and I wanted to figure stuff on my own because I'm like politics some half of the population think they're right, half think they're wrong religion uh you have segregation also i'm like this is so not cool there must be something bigger so i start searching for answers and, and figure out how can we live together in peace harmony and unity and um i i i attended school to be become a civil engineer that didn't quite work because um I can't seem to uh, focus on something or do, I don't like doing a subject in school that I know once I come out the door, this this is basically useless. So I, I kind of became an entrepreneur very early uh, by figuring out my own path. But of course, it's not hard. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but the beginning, the beginning stages are quite difficult. So I, I did whatever job I could have done. Uh, I started working as a laborer in a warehouse I emptying containers, 4,000 boxes a day. I did night shift, I did two jobs, three jobs. I delivered newspaper, whatever I had to do to, to, to just keep revenue coming in. Although you don't make any money delivering newspapers <laughs> and people complain. Uh, so I, I, I keep, I did whatever job pays the bill. And then on, on weekends or evening, I take courses to develop myself. How can I be better? And so in the warehouse, and, and this is where my claim to fame is from my YouTube videos. Every time I was going to leave a job, I did videos of it to remind myself of, hey, I did this and I'm gone now. Rather than just be able to, hey, I used to do that. People wouldn't understand. Actually, I have videos of it. Google my name. You'll see the videos. And 
I didn't I, I post the videos up on YouTube just because I didn't have enough memory in my phone to store the video. I didn't I didn't realize what I was doing. And one day at the warehouse a guy came in and was like, Hey, I know you. I'm like, okay, tall guy, he has this fancy hairstyle, he's Jamaican. I'm like, no, I'd, I'd remember you. And he's like, the next day he came back in the world, he's like, hey man, I watch your YouTube video. That's how I learned how to operate a forklift. I watch your video online, went to the school, passed my exam, and boom, he walks into the warehouse I was still working at, and he met me. And he's like, yeah, check out, he made me check out my own video on YouTube. And that's when I realized there's so many views. And that's when I keep, I start posting more and take it, taking it seriously. And, and then I left the warehousing job. Well, I moved from a laborer to a forklift operator, a forklift operator to a truck driver. And then I became a forklift certified instructor. And now I coach, I go into warehouse and, and do coaching and, and see if I can help in the supply chain solution because it's a chain. One bad system or department could ruin the entire profitability of the company. So I do that too. And, and then when I moved to trucking because there's more freedom out there and I, it was more money for, for hours, it, the, the hourly rate was higher. And then I created my own trucking company. I started in construction. Then I did long haul trucking all across the U.S. and Canada, pulling for um, for pulling freights for the uh, big um, auto automakers and Amazon. And one night I was driving two, three in the morning, and I fell asleep at the wheel. And that's what that I almost died. I exited the highway. I'm like, what? There's a green light on the highway, and I I swore I I just had to yell and say something to wake myself up to like real I I don't know I was in and out of consciousness and I drift off the highway and to to tell you the, the truth this would happen a lot and if you're driving on on the interstates on the highway you will see the trucks wobbling at night two three in the morning the drivers are sleeping and the rumble strip on the side of the lane that's what wakes us up like you will sleep drive and and because wow. if if I don't deliver the load on time I'll be penalized and so I'll have to and then there's rules if you pull over you have to pull over for 10 hours of the time to sleep and, and so if you pull over you have to pull over for 10 you can't just pull over for 25 35 minutes and redirect to get back on so so the situation is uh, there's a thing called uh, log books so you have in a 13 hour period of a day you can only physically drive for 11 of that 13 hours. But from the time you say you're starting to drive, that's your time, you can't change it. If, and if your 13 hours elapse, even if you have an hour more to go, you're, you're not driving that hour. You have to stop right where you are, sleep 10 hours, call a reset, and then go again. So at 2 a.m. in the morning, I have to deliver at 8 a.m. And I only have my set hours. If I pull over, an hour nap would be good, and I can go again, but I can't. If I pull over, I'm stuck. I'm not gonna be deliver. I'm gonna be delivering 10, 12, 15 hours later. And, right. and, and so you gotta keep going. And it was a lot of money, over $10,000 a week in revenue. I own the company, I own the truck, but I'm, and then I'm like, hey, is this worth my life? I, I could have been dead so many times over, and uh, even running off, when a car, if you run off the highway, you should be fine with the airbags, the seatbelt, whatever. But with a truck pulling 40,000 pounds of load, that will crush you. 
and that will crush you no matter what. So I sold the trucking company and I got into what I love. And in the in the transition stage, I met my health and wellness coach, Dr. George Grant, and he's just amazing. When I met him first and he did a scan for me, being a truck driver, eating junk food for breakfast, lunch, dinner, not sleeping properly, and, and and being fatigued and living on the road, it, it had a it had a very big toll on my life. Uh, so I was stressed without knowing. Even my wife said like she we we wouldn't have a conversation. We'll be fighting all the time. Just, and so it's just a blessing. It affects everything when the stress level goes up, and and being obese and overweight and 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 cholesterol level was so high. And uh, my doctor said at, at 27, I, I look like a, fo- a 50-year-old internally. And that's what scared me. I could basically die from a heart attack. And like, what, what, what's, what's, and then I asked myself, what good is a million dollars in the bank? And I'm dead. Like, why am I working for this? So then I step back a bit and be like, hey, you know what? I need to do. Uh, relax I need to stay at home not live on the road uh, bring my I lost 30 pounds over the first three months uh, working with my health and wellness coach and uh, he he wrote 10 books already and I always want to write a book so I'm like hey I have a great story and you're a pro at writing let's let's do a book together and he's like great and we invited some of his colleagues who are professors and 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 and, and some of his students that are PhD students and we we started this uh, book together. It's called the Handbook to Holistic Health, and and it'll be launching uh, six months later this this weekend, this Saturday, October twenty seventh, here in Toronto. And and the so in the book itself, <clears throat> uh, because I obviously I don't have a copy of the book and I haven't read it. What what is it that uh, so it's all healthcare practitioners. Are they, is the focus stress? So what is the focus of the okay, book? Okay, so it's 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 open. It's the handbook to holistic health. So there's 21 different areas. People were speaking about different aspects. Uh, so Dr. George Grant, he's a pro. So he kind of did an A to Z principles to living your best life and just tips on, on health, finances. He touched all across everything because he's so well studied. And uh, a few other co-authors shared on how I'll, I'll just read the overview of the book for uh, for your audience for our audience today uh, the handbook to holistic health features a lineup of 21 award winning authors from various health and wellness backgrounds yet all of them has w- one common message to share with you that is there is an alternative natural holistic solution to your health issues most importantly The authors are all against taking routine prescription medication, both for the obvious side effects and the potential significant financial burden to your entire family. Uh, So that's the overview of it. And each of the co-author spoke uh, from their heart of their personal experience, uh, what they have done to overcome that, and, um, and what are their tips for you. And point farm, easy to follow, do this and you'll achieve. If I did it, you can do it kind of thing. And and, and so... Uh, so you learned a lot when you worked with Dr. Grant, right? Like, I mean, here you're 27 years old. I mean, you're on your, you're in your prime there, right? Yes. And in a short... How many, how many years had you been trucking at that point? Oh, actually... Sorry, tw- 28. Mm, 28? 20, well, between 27 and 28. So I okay, met... Yes, young, yes. Young guy, right? Yeah. Young guy. At that point... Your, your 
health should be optimal, I would think, yes. at that point. Yeah. Um, what what kind of what kind of steps did you start? Did you work with Dr. Grant on your health? Is that why you yes. worked with him at that point? So he he pointed out trouble areas. He does this thing called a biofeedback scan. Is it's non evasive? It basically just it sends an electromagnetic uh, pulse throughout your body. With less than a minute, it reads. He pull. Uh, he, he he reads his computer program and he tells you each aspect. It's, it, I think it's thirty seven different part of your body, from your eye to your heart to your kidney your lungs your every part of your body it, re, it gives a reading and it's very precise and um, it'll tell you where the issues are if something is very bad or and then he will recommend he recommend that I start exercising there's three ways to lose weight and you sh- most people try one or two and they don't do all three if you want the best results and that is one is exercise which everybody do but you don't see the result because you have to back it up by eating healthy cut just reducing the fatty food the the salts the sugar the crap the the soda the junk food uh drink more water and, and eat green vegetable raw is good and um Something that I found that worked for me, I was eating the same lunch every day. If you, your body, if your body know what to expect, it, it doesn't excite the body or, or you don't get craving and you keep, because every time you eat something different, it's like, wow, this is so good. I'm going to go crazy on it. So what worked for me is five days in a row, I would stick to a routine. I'll eat uh, oatmeal for breakfast. I'll eat uh, steamed vegetable and uh, baked chicken and or fish for lunch and, and dinner I'll I'll probably eat the same or or I'll 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 mix up the dinner a bit but not anything too fatty or or carbohydrates stay away from rice and roti I'm Caribbean you're Caribbean you know I that's know. hard that, to stay away from roti yeah it's it's <laughs> tough so now I do the whole wheat roti without any oil or anything of that sort so it's it's really healthy and then on weekends I let the rip I'm like Go and eat any, the most unhealthy thing. Treat yourself and you will see. I realized because of the contrast and I, I want to tell you, try this. Do, do the five days of, of discipline and, and following through on weekend. Go wild because what? The first two, three days of the week when you, you would have reversed the weekend effects and then you still have two, three days of positive effects. And, and and your mental mind knows that hey on the weekend I can do and before you know it you don't you don't want the fatty food anymore you eat it and you just feel bloated and, and can't move and the third thing uh, which is one of the main thing that um, I got from George Grant is 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 recommending great vitamins there's uh, so many things out there in, in, in the pharmacies and some of the things like Centrum it's it's huge. You you think oh I get my multivitamin great, but the studies with Centrum is the way you put it in is the way it comes out. Your body doesn't use it up. But I don't want to. Sorry, I shouldn't even mention any brands, but um, uh, I shouldn't do that. And um, so what I found the products he recommended to me. I used it for three months and start and I saw results. Uh, it's six months, five, six, seven months now. I'm still using the products and it's keeping me. And not only does it help me maintain my weight, it, my energy level, I can eat now and not feel sleepy later. I have a sustained energy level. And that's something that he helped with. And I'm very honored 
to have him as my health and wellness coach and i do mention him in the book he also contributed a chapter of course along with 20 other amazing co-author inclusive of uh the daughter of les brown dr ona brown and she's not a medical doctor but she's a phd and she got an honorary phd for her work and um so she contributed on her dad overcoming overcoming cancer actually living with cancer for 20 years and what they had to do what they did use traditional medicine and holistic medicine and a combination to keep him going and he's in his best shape ever he's not best shape ever but he's traveling the world speaking and i want to read quickly his her uh uh owner brung uh, les brung did a forward for us and i want to read that out quickly for you so you have an idea what's coming from him uh, here is some of what les brung world's the world's number one motivational speaker has to say about this book and his forward. I am so happy for the collaboration between my daughter, Ona Brung, and Raymond Harlow. You are going to learn many strategies in this book to heal your body, stay healthy holistically, and how to keep your mind and spirit strong in the process. Uh, and that's just one paragraph well of course he mentioned my name so i put that on the back uh, that's one paragraph of two or three pages that les wrote and he said read my daughter's chapter which is chapter one and you'll hear more about his struggle so it's it's, it's just an honor it's, it's it's from the heart everybody here has personal um things that they have overcome in the book and i want to really encourage your uh audience uh roxanne to to come out to our event if they're in the toronto area we so, have so t let's uh one thing I, I you didn't really mention but maybe i'm sure it's in the book you talked a lot about your your stress path and we know that today in today's day and age you know the stress is on it's it's ever mounting we know that um you know depression is a number one um concern in, in the, with the world health organization anxiety and depression we see a lot more suicidality on the on the on the rise with uh, young people. So there's so many, you know, the pressures. I often say, you know, it's not like like with my ancestors. You know, they were in cane fields and they were using their physical. Um, you know, we're out of that stage where it's it's not that people aren't doing as much physical, but we're we're obviously using our brain. Like think of what your day is like or what my day is like, Raymond. We're we're constantly overtaxing our brain and our emotions and our thoughts because that's where that's 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 our tool today yeah especially with with social media technology living in a big city like toronto there's so much going on and i know i don't like big cities because when i go to new york city i i just lose it i i love the countryside i grew up as a kid in the countryside and i enjoyed seeing the tree when i see green trees that's when i'm the most creative and 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 to answer your question on, on on stress and how our audience can basically get over that i i just did a live in facebook interview i want you to come over to my facebook channel uh raymond harlow just it's open you go there and of all the 21 co-author i have been for the last two three weeks i have been interviewing everyone live on facebook and just today just before i came on to this this uh podcast here with roxanne I was on with 
Haley Patry. And, and she's a young lady, she's a coach, she's a mentor, and she just give out those strategies. So I'm not taking the credit for this, but the first thing she says, we need to get our priorities right. That is, you need to first make a list of what you're doing for yourself. Like today, in entrepreneurs, we forget about us. And we work 20, 40 hours a day, maybe, if possible, doing multitasking, doing a hundred things at the same time. If you're driving and you're talking on the phone, that's you're, you're multitasking. But as entrepreneurs, we do that. We have to do three, four things at the same time uh, to make the ends meet. And I, her, I think, her first thing that she said to do is first put your put yourself first. Second is is your loved one, your husband or your wife or, or your partner, whatever it is, that person that, that, that if you're in a, bit, a business together, the two of you need to have time for yourself. And she spoke about something so interesting. She had three little boys. She says she made individual time for each of the three of them every week. She literally said she went to Starbucks three times that day because she took one, she and her husband, uh, Jeremy, they took one of the son to Starbucks, bring him back. The so they, that was like so powerful. Almost no one do this. We just throw all the kids in the bus and say, "Okay, here we go." And when they fight, you stop it. You're older, kind of thing. And and that was so powerful. So she prioritized herself, then her husband, uh, then her her kids. Then she said she look after money and, and, and her her income and her business. And I think that's 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 a secret to, to having a good life because we have to, we have to step back and ask ourselves why is it that we're doing all this? Because we want we want to have a happy family life, and and that's that's the whole goal. We all get up every morning and to go work, and that's what makes us happy. And we need to prioritize in in a plane when when the air hostess or the pilot said, in case of a, a of turbulence, make sure you put the mask on yourself first because you're gonna you're gonna die. You can't help anyone without it. So same principle: put the mask on yourself first. Put attention on yourself first. Uh, start loving yourself, whatever that means to you. But whatever if it, it's it, it's personal hygiene. Get a haircut, shave, a spa day, whatever it is. You need. We all need this. I do this. You need this. And, and I think all successful people do that, Roxanne. Absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> you know, with burnout and and uh, our mental, like you said, if we're constantly on when we when we're awake and we are not maximizing um, the benefit of our potential first, um, then what's left at the end? You're right, most entrepreneurs um, work a lot more um, sometimes than having a, you know, a job. Sometimes you start, you, know, you start at 8.30, you get home by 6.30 and you're done. And oftentimes, like yourself and myself, there may be other things that you're doing past that time. Um, you may not be in the office, but you're, you're, you're in the office at home and you're doing a lot of different things. So I think you're so right. And that's why I think there's been a depletion now because we don't have that start and stop um, to our days and our days in our homes, yes. days at work and yeah. days at home are blending into, in, into each other. We're consistently connected. Um, a lot of times with the coaching that I do, a lot of people are not disconnecting um, and they're not, they're forgetting why they're doing what you, they're doing. Absolutely, right? You know, because, you know, initially we'll think entrepreneurs want to make more money, but really, like you said, you can have a million dollars and you could be, you know, have run off that road that day and, yes. and be disabled. And what would that be worth to you and your family? 
Right on. Yeah, it's 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 very important that we have our priorities right and have a master plan as as to what we want to achieve in life and how on the roadmap to get to it. We have to make sure we get to it the right way. So, you know what I'm curious about, right? Um, with younger people, right, and you're younger, um, you know, you'll hear a lot of people being very disillusioned. A lot of people coming out of universities and stuff like that. The younger generation are feeling like, you know, gone are the days in my generation, obviously you're a different generation than me, where you'd get out and people would, whether they went to university or not, they would get out, they would have that job that would be secure for 30 years. With myself, it was kind of go out, get educated and you'll have a career. And now in this day and age, there's a lot of lot of really young people that are coming out of, say, university um, or and not being able to get a job that could kind of sustain a lifestyle to even help them start out. So you're a younger guy, you, you're, you're out there in the world. What would you say to young people that are just getting started? That's an amazing question, Roxanne, because that's my true passion to go into high school. So the book, um, the finan- I'm writing, I'm still working on this book called The Handbook to Financial Freedom by 30. So in this book, I want to share in your 20s what you can, basically I want to share this to kids that are not 20 years old yet so they can just have an, a head start on that decade that I had to invest in seeking out the answer, starting doing any kind of jobs, finding out the secret, uh, signing up for network marketing, uh, figuring out what works, what doesn't work, how I can use it, tailor it to the best of my abilities. And, and what I've learned, well, of course, time has changed. It's not, it's not about that secure. There's no more job security. And which is why it's worth your time and effort as a young person to start building you. Especially if you're in high school, you're living with your parents, they're paying all the bills, they're probably paying a phone bill, you have no rent, you have no car insurance, you have no child support, you have no mortgage. And that age in high school, I believe every young child, every high schooler in in their senior year should actually get a job. Even if you take an extra year to get out of high school, get a job that gets you to, to kind of integrate with real, real world. Because in high school, all they teach you is like, do the university course if you're going to go to university. It's, it has a U in the, in the letter. If you're going to college, do the, do the college level. And, 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 and that's it. But I believe uh, people needs, uh, young people need to know what's going on in the world, in the real life. And that's the time. And, and at grade 12, I had twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 in my bank account. I remember a couple of my, my classmates uh, got into trouble because they kind of went in my backpack and like, oh my God, you have all this money? And the teacher kicked them out of the class or something. And, and so I think that's one of the times I was most cash wealthy because in terms of cash flow no i was not paying anything out i was just whatever i was working minimum wage but i was saving all of it and as an adult and most of canada now we're actually spending more than we're making and then there's no job security uh, we're competing against the computers and, and ai artificial intelligence is even getting worse and and then large cooperation are outsourcing also going to third world countries so we have to be creative we have to be creative and and create something as entrepreneurs 
you just have to find a solution to a problem that will help people and, and add a, put a value to it and, and, and say, hey, you have this problem. I can help you fix it. You're losing 10,000. You pay me 5,000, I'll fix the problem. It's like you're a solution person. You, you basically finding a solution to a problem. And, and not only are you finding a solution, it's, most co- it's more cost effective. And, and that's what it's all about. But you have to do th- uh, three things at the same time, actually. You have to have a regular job to pay your bills. You have to also invest in yourself because that job, you can ha- get fired any day or the job can be outsourced any day or replaced by computers any day. And most importantly, you have to do self-development. The best investment you can do or, or give your, or do in the world is in yourself. The more you know, the more powerful you are. We don't know what we don't know. So we need to keep learning, moving up the ladder and, and then Go after your passion. I see people, their parents force them to be doctors or a lawyer or an accountant. And when they're 40 or 50 or they have retired, that's when they're like, they went back to the thing of their childhood dreams. Because when we're in grade school, when we're in kindergarten or, or of grade one or two and their teacher's like, what do you want to be? All the little boys want to be firemen. The little girls want to be teachers, nurses. And that's a passion and sometimes it's suppressed by expectation and, and what what we learn from subliminal messages. And that's something I wrote in this book, how, how we're being affected by television and billboards and all of that. So it's more very deep stuff that we take in subliminally and that's messing us up uh, to confirm uh, to society and, and loss or identity kind of thing. So, uh, I went a little bit deep there, but <laughs> so the one thing you want to do is get a regular job to survive in the real world. Any job, if it pays money, cash flows, just do it. Two, you want to invest in yourself uh, so you can create your own passion, whatever. There's always money. And that's something I learned from being a YouTuber. On YouTube, you can find everybody could be a star. You can teach people how to clean the toilet and you have millions of you. Uh, somebody needs to learn to do everything or change a light bulb or change a, a doorknob and, and you'll have a million view over time. If you're the doorknob guy, the people will come to you. And the forklift guy, people come to me and the warehouse guy and how to drive a truck and operate an excavator. So I have young guys my age all around the world just saying, hey man, thank you. Just like the story I started with, the per- the guy that came in person. But I- Every day I get random messages from Africa, India, wherever. Not from China because I don't think they have YouTube or are allowed to use YouTube there. But that's a blessing. That keeps me going because I realize what I'm doing is not for me or my gain. Is the fact that I can help somebody change their life. A total stranger. I just add value in the world. That's my give back. It's like, And then I, I donate. Uh, I, I now get paid by Google between 350 to 500 every month. And I, I, I set aside a fraction of that to sponsor a child in Africa. And his name is, um, his name, ugh, how can I forget his name right now? But he, he's 11 years old. The reason I choose him is because I searched by birthday. And I searched my birthday and his birthday was the same. And I'm like, you know what? There's no difference. Like, that could have been me. So that keeps me grounded. No matter what I do, the 40 or 50 bucks has to come out of my, my account and go there. I, and even if I don't, I don't know, I'll never stop it because 
it, it keeps me grounded and I it's it's me helping somebody else and there's no difference in a soul we've, we've all came on the earth and, and we can make a difference we need to first help ourselves so we can help others and, and one more thing I want to share in financial freedom is is you want to create something that that actually um, that's not that doesn't depreciate most young kids want to get a cool gadget or buy a car everybody think my, when I save my money I want to buy a car stop buying cars with your money as soon as I, I'm a car salesman I, I have my I'm actually opening um, a, a dealership uh, to do more wholesale work and train salespeople so but a car everybody wants it nice and shiny as soon as you drive out the lot you just pay 13% tax on that and it's a consumption tax that disappears the 13% on top of it oh pay 200 bucks a, a week whatever or two weeks you don't know what you're getting into especially if you're paying you're you, you're paying interest on this loan then it depreciates then the car wear and tears like it's you're not losing battle like your $20,000 car is worth 5,000 in five six years However, if you can buy a property, which, which is what rich, wealthy people do, which is what the banks do, the bank invests in property. It's called real estate for a reason. It's real estate. Like It, it basically uh, goes up in value. It's an, an asset, and no matter what, there's population. The world is growing. There's less place to live. So land is of value, and no matter what, if the banks are invested in it and the banks are to be making money, some people say, who is the Illuminati and these guys are so powerful and the bank is taking... Forget about that stuff. Stop reading all these things on in the internet. First, take care of yourself. What's going on in your life? Can you pay your bill? As you get bigger and bigger, then go look for that answer. You can't fight those guys, the bankers, the, aisle, the guys in the aisle industry. It's not your business. Stay out of it. First, fix your problem. Of, of of being of staying um, of sustaining yourself and your family, and then actually that, that should never be your problem unless you're you're looking to open a bank or, or having an oil well. That's then those guys are your issue. But you want to have a job. Being an employee is good. Serve you learn. Change if you're young. Change your job every year or two. You stay in longer for than two year in your job. You're not gonna get a raise, but inflation goes up. So you're get, getting poorer and poorer every day. If you understand inflation, if you don't, just Google it. Look it up. It's on YouTube. You can find that. And and create something. You Google YouTube learn taught me something else too. I did the work. I accidentally got to become a YouTuber. And with all these views, because I told you I just uploaded and let let it stay there. But now the check never stopped coming. Every month I get money into my bank account. Do I deserve it? Um, I don't know. I guess so. They're paying me, so I take it. But I I I do I do charity work, and in my book I contribute one dollar for every book that I publish, and I'm a publisher to go toward charity also. And and just on the Friday before our event, we're going downtown Toronto, giving out socks to the homeless people because it's winter time, and, and and sharing a meal with them. It's not to brag about, but we're doing it from our heart. That's a that's amazing story, Raymond. You know, and I think that whole concept about you know taking care of yourself first. 
you know, we teach academics, but do we really teach people to, to go internally? And I think that's the gift that, you know, in your message I'm hearing is that do that first. Yes, you, you're like everybody else. We all had to get jobs and figure it out at first. And um, if you're in a career track, good for you. And you love something, find your passion. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the important thing because you never run out of energy when you're doing what you're passionate about. But oh, no after way. After a while, you're like, okay. But when it's something for someone else, eventually it catches up with you. And then find that path. There is, like, you're right. Yes, the world is changing, but we are in the best point in the world because anything is possible. Wow. Um, you know, that we can create whatever we want. You know, here you are from, you know, South America, I'm from just above the equator, you know, you know, in little islands with, you know, immigrant parents, myself, they were from uh, mostly India, like yours, as indentured laborers going to the Caribbean. My grandparents on the one side were keen farmers, um, illiterate, and on the other side, they were merchants, they were more from the Middle Eastern element. Um, but at the end of the day, um, they worked hard and then eventually, you know, wanted better. So. You know the generations kind of got educated and eventually you know i was privileged to be able to kind of i was a foreign student that got sent away to come to school wow. so you're, you're so right it's the belief right to go from that path when i wrote my book and i talk about my background you know that's two generations ago that uh, that was occurring and what's possible today so I think that breeding, that whole concept of anything is possible, it really the biggest asset that we all have is our, our mindset or our brain. And the, the more that we work on that, what a gift that we give ourselves. And in turn, we give the gift of everybody around us um, to be able to benefit from all the things that we do daily. So tell them about how they could get tickets for your, your the power of collaboration. That's going to be this Saturday. Um, and it's going to be um, in Markham. So is there a website, um, Raymond, that they could go to if people are, um, I'm going to be there. I am coming to, um, you know, check out the, the launch and spend some time with Raymond and his colleagues. Um, where can they get tickets um, and where they can they buy the book? Yes, so the book will be available at our book launch event in Toronto, actually Markham, if you're local, and the address is. I actually have it here, Raymond. It's uh, it's seven zero nine five Woodbine Avenue, Markham, and it's at the Courtyard Marriott by Hotel Toronto Northeast. Right. It's on the ticket here that I have. Yes. Um. So we would, I would welcome meeting anybody that's listening and um. You know, come out, you're going to meet um, Dr. Ona Brown. I also um, w- was able to speak um, with Les Brown. Yes. Um, in New York in December, uh, Alka Sharma, who I personally know because I met her in New York. And um, Jim Hetherington is there. Danielle Martini. Mar- Mart- Martin, Martin, sorry. Yeah. James McNeil and Cora Cristobal, and of course, Raymond will be there. Of course. Um, amongst a lots of the other uh, people that are in the book. So oh, you're yeah. in a, a place where you're surrounded by people that are into health and wellness. What a gift after all the things that we talked about today. Um, so Raymond, is there anything that you want to say before I let you go? Yes. So the, the whole idea is we can't all do everything by ourselves. And everything is not for everyone, but something is for someone 
and uh, see whatever your dream, vision, mission, ambition is, whatever you will know from deep down in your heart. And, and that's all. You need to set a goal as to what the path that you want your life to take or and just keep your eye on the end result. Just have a, a good enough reason why. All you got to know is your why and, and set that authentic um, ambition and goal and it will come to you. The universe will basically conspire and have it come to you. You know why? I'll give you a real life example. Is if you buy a brand new car today or whatever car you buy today, you only see those cars on the road forever. You're like, damn, there's another one. Before you bought that car, you never saw those cars before. They were there, but it's 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 just it's just how it works. Is now your senses are turned up to that. Similarly, and this is real, I just prove it to you. Similarly, uh, put your eyes on a goal that you wanna achieve and those similar people, and it will be attra- they will be attracted to you. It's, it's, it's just how it works. You don't have to know about how every, how. You just gotta know why, your personal why, and your reason to get there, and you will achieve your goal. Amazing stuff. Well, this has been, you've been very inspiring, young man. Um, and, and I look forward to spending some time with you um, on Saturday. And you know, when, when we think about it, it, it's not about age here. It's about uh, passion. And, um, you know, I think about, you know, we all have something and it's, it, it doesn't all, we don't all have to be an entrepreneur, but we could be wanting to be the best parent or the best neighbor or the best community person out there. Whatever your why is to Ruben's point, just go out there. Remember why you're doing what you're doing. Focus your time, take care of yourself. That's the important thing when you go after your goals and to recognize that if, you know, if you take care of yourself, um, in a way that allows you the health that eventually um, you take a step daily, you know, one step in front of the other. That's all it takes. And some days you're going to go, oh, boy, I didn't get very far. And then sometimes one step catapults you into a situation where you're like, wow, how did I get here? That's yes. 365 days in a, in a year. And before you know it, you're in a space where, where you're surrounded by what you want and always keep dreaming, you know, to Raymond's point kids dream all the time we lose it as we grow up but stay connected <laughs> to what you, what's important to you so for anyone wanting more uh, information on me and uh, being authentically connected to yourself in relationships in, in reference to your goals or to achievements you can go to my website roxandurhodge.com forward slash blueprint where you can uh, sign up for a free course so take care everyone bye Raymond thanks so much thank and you for your time Roxanne Thank you for listening, guys. Hope to connecting with you soon. All done, Roxanne? All done. Excellent. That was amazing. Well, it's so nice having you. Thank you. Thank you. I I believe everything happened for a reason. Oops. Did I lose you?
Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxanderhajcom slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.